there, but it will also be in the projector screen right behind me as well. First uh, Thessalonians um, chapter 5, beginning at verse 1. And we can open up our hearts and open up our minds to be able to hear from the Word of God this morning. Vamos a escuchar la Palabra de Dios esta mañana um, from uh, the book of First Thessalonians um, together. And I believe we have it. Yep, right there. And I'll first read for us in Spanish and then in English the entire portion. So let's open up our hearts and, and our minds to hear from the Word of God. First uh, Thessalonians chapter 5, beginning at verse 1, Spanish, then English. Ahora bien, hermanos, ustedes no necesitan que se les escriba acerca de tiempos y fechas, porque ya saben que el día del Señor llegará como ladrón en la noche, cuando la gente esté diciendo paz y seguridad, ven, vendrá de improviso. Sobre ellos la destrucción como llegan los dolores de parto a la mujer embarazada. De ninguna manera podrán escapar. Ustedes en cambio, hermanos, no están en la oscuridad para que ese día los sorprenda como un ladrón. Todos ustedes son hijos de la luz y del día. No somos de la noche ni de la oscuridad. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, beginning at verse 1. Now, brothers and sisters, about times and dates, we do not need to write to you. For you know that the that for you know very well that the Lord, the day of the Lord, will come like a thief in the night. While people are saying peace and safety, destruction will come on them suddenly as labor pains on a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you, brothers and sisters, are not in darkness, so that this day should surprise you like a thief. It shouldn't surprise you like a thief. You are all children of the light and children of the day. We do not belong to the night or to the darkness. So then let us not be like others who are asleep, but let us be awake and sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, putting on faith and love as a breastplate, and the hope of salvation as a helmet. For God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. He died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, meaning in this life or the next, we may live together with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact you are already doing. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, we are on this journey together of faith-seeking understanding of wanting to know more of your truth and your way. So Lord Jesus, would you speak to us today about the mysteries that we don't fully grasp, but we are trusting you with, Lord. And that's what you invite us to do, to trust you. Nos invitas a confiar en ti siempre. So Lord God, would you speak to us, to your precious word. And when in doubt, may we trust the word of God. Always, Lord. We love you. And we pray all of this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 
So together as a church community, we've really been learning about some big questions through the month of August. We've really taken some of those big uh, questions of the heart on um, life, death, eternity, heaven, um, the, the end of days, understanding revelation. We've actually been looking at that the entire month of August. Every, every August, we actually take time to, to listen and wrestle with some of those deep questions that we have. So today, we're going to be concluding that um, series of teaching. And next week, we're actually going to start learning about the book of Job. So please go ahead and start reading the book of Job in the Old Testament and that the themes in the book of Job are God's faithfulness in our suffering. The Lord gives, the Lord takes away, but we as God's people choose to say, blessed be your name. And so next week we're going to start a series on the book of Job. And, um, and today's scripture is 1 Thessalonians 5, 1 to 11. Um, but as we conclude today, I've been reflecting on this passage that we read about today and uh, the, the words of Jesus, right? Especially when talking about um, the, 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 the mysteries of God. It says, the day or the hour, no one knows, um, only the Father. And then here, when we read this passage, we see the Apostle Paul repeating and emphasizing that same, uh, that same point as well. It must be important because I don't know about you, but when there's an extremely important point to make, sometimes we can say the same thing using different words for the sake of emphasis and repetition. If you've ever been on a train before, um, I, I don't know if you have either Amtrak or a subway or, or some kind of train before, you will hear the voice in the intercom say in every single stop, it's going to say the following words. It's going to say, mind the gap, watch your step, pay attention. Mind the gap, watch your step, pay attention. Saying the exact same thing three different ways. Why? Because it's important. In other words, what is the train conductor trying to say? Don't trip, dummy. Don't trip. Pay attention. Especially these days, right? These days, when we constantly have distraction around us, we need to be reminded to pay attention. Nos necesitamos recordar a poner atención porque hay tanta distracción. We need to remember to pay attention. Why? Because, I mean, in our modern day, we have something that's always there to distract us, right? It's one of these. Who, who has one of these, right? I think all of us. And the truth is, and there's even studies on this right now, but smart devices or smartphones have actually created dumb habits. <laughs> smart devices have created some dumb habits. Before these devices, there was actually only one way to walk. And you know what that way was? It was called normal walking. Remember normal walking, where we actually just pay attention to what's in front of us? where we're hands-free, eyes up, paying attention to what's around us. That's normal walking. But now, with modern technology, there's a new way of walking. And I kid you not, the actual name of this new way of walking, the phrase is called dumb walking. Dumb walking is something that you've probably seen before. Or if you're really honest, 
We've all done this before. Me too, guilty as charged. Let me, let me give you an example of it. When dumb walking, instead of a person paying attention to what's in front of them, dumb walking is when a person is trying to look at their phone, their phone and walk at the same time. So let me model and demonstrate this for us. Maybe you've seen this before, right? This is dumb walking. You know, distracted with what's in front of us. Does that look familiar? And the, the, the fact is that when we do that, it actually causes the brain a lot of stress. And a word of wisdom, when your brain is stressed, that's your brain trying to tell you to stop, to pay attention, to slow down, to do things differently. That's your brain trying to tell you, mind the gap, watch your step, pay attention, don't trip, especially these days, right? Don't trip, pay attention. We've been talking about revelation, end times, life and death in the month of August, and the verse that we keep coming back to over and over again are the words of our Lord Jesus. And we, we had a slide of this uh, last week, but I'm not sure we do this week. But it's the, the verse that we see in Matthew 24, verse 36, where our Lord Jesus reminds us, but about the day or the hour, no one knows. Not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Nos dice el Señor Jesucristo, pero en cuanto al día y la hora, nadie lo sabe. Ni siquiera los ángeles del cielo, ni el Hijo, sino solo el Padre. Now this is such an important point that the Bible has to repeat it over and over again, even in this passage in 1 Thessalonians by the Apostle Paul. Remember, if something's important, it's going to be repeated in a different way. Here we see in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 1 to 2, the Apostle Paul tells us something similar. He says, now, brothers and sisters, about times and dates, of course, referring to the end of days, but about times and dates, we do not need to write to you about this. For you know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. Only the Father knows. We don't know. So what's the Bible trying to emphasize here? to us. Again, repeating the same thing, but using different words. The Bible's trying to say, don't trip about it. Don't trip out on when the end of days is going to come. Instead, pay attention. Pay attention to what's in front of you right now, to what God is doing in front of you right now. You want to encounter God? You want to encounter eternity? Pay attention. To what the Lord is up to here and now. Do not trip up. Do not cause a stumbling block to someone else on something that you are not meant to know. Friends, brothers, sisters, faith humbles us. And the word of God tells us that when we humble ourselves, guess what happens? God exalts us. God lifts us up. And humility calls us to admit that. 
Humility leads to wisdom. And humility actually calls us to admit that we don't know what we don't know. Have you ever been with someone trying to pretend they know something when they really don't? It's just, it can be a little bit annoying and frustrating. But wisdom is simply admitting and being okay with the fact that we don't know what we don't know. And that's not a weakness. It's actually wisdom. So what's the Lord Jesus and the Apostle Paul telling us here? They're saying, they're, they're, they're reminding us here of the life lesson, of a lesson of humility and wisdom, that it's okay not to know everything. You don't need to have an answer for everything. You don't need to know everything. Why? Because our Father does. Our Father holds us in His hands. Nuestro Padre, nuestro Dios está en control. Nosotros no. The call of Jesus is not the call to have the answer to everything and to be, you know, and to pretend like we know what we don't know. No, the call of Jesus is a call to live by faith. A call to live by faith, a call to live by trust, and a call to believe in God in all seasons, in all circumstances. The call of Jesus is not a call to seek comfort through temporary certainty. Una lección en la vida, hermanos, es que está bien, no necesitamos saber todo porque nuestro llamado de Cristo es un llamado a la fe, a la confianza. No solamente en la seguridad propia. Now, that's part of our journey. We are called to live by faith, not by sight. To trust no matter what. To keep going even without knowing. In fact, Abraham in the Bible, who's called the father of faith. Why? Because he knew everything? No. It was because he trusted God and he went without knowing That's what made him the father of faith. Now, the truth is, when it comes to these big conversations on revelation, on the end of days, on heaven, on eternity, there are a lot of different Christian views on these matters. I'm going to give you the big techie word for these, these conversations. It's called eschatology. Everything having to do with the end of days, with the revelation, with end of time, all of that's called eschatology, with the second coming of Christ which talks about all of that. And the truth is that around different denominations and traditions, um, there are different views on this. And that's okay. Remember, our, our faith we, is a big house with many rooms. We're a tree rooted and grounded in Christ, and a tree has what? Different branches. So there are different perspectives also. Some believe that humanity is responsible for ushering in the end of the world. Others see the book of Revelation as an instruction manual describing exactly what will happen at the end of days. A number of books have actually been written on this, attempting to explain exactly how the world will end. And in fact, yeah, many preachers too will take a lot of time and they'll try to connect different current events and all of that to try to come to that conclusion that the end is near. Now, with us, we believe that our call is a call to live by faith. So I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm going to explain to us part of what we believe, and we have been talking about this together over the, over the last month. But here's, part, here's what we believe, and you can take notes on this and, and hear from the Lord in this. But we believe that the call of Jesus is the call to live by faith, 
in Jesus, to trust in God, and to believe in eternal hope. Creemos que el llamado de Jesús es el llamado a vivir por la fe en Jesucristo y confiar en la esperanza eterna. We believe that our only true comfort in life and death, in this life, in eternity, in no matter what will come our way, that our only true comfort is Jesus Christ, both in this life and in eternity. Creemos que Jesucristo es nuestra única esperanza en esta vida y en eternidad. We believe that God's plans and God's purposes, including the last things and the second coming of Christ, to bring unity to all things, and that's actually a good thing, that's good news, that God will restore all things back to himself in heaven and on earth. We believe that God will do it in his timing. Creemos que Cristo va a reponer toda la creación en su tiempo y venir otra vez. En su tiempo. We also believe that we are not in control of when. We are not in control of how. Because this is true about these big conversations on life, death, eternity, end times, current times, all of that. But we are not in control of that. All of God's plans, all of God's purposes, including the last things and the final days... And I want you to hear this and write it down. It will never be on our time. But God's plans, God's purposes will always be on time. Not our time, but on time. And we can trust in that. We can believe in that. We can find hope in that. We can find comfort in that. Not our time, but on time. Remember, whatever you're praying for right now, whatever you're giving up to the Lord, it's not going to be on your time. But it will be on time. On God's perfect time. No en nuestro tiempo, sino al tiempo de Dios. So when will it happen? And I think I've answered this before already, right, to the church. And I'll do it again, and you can write it down and quote your pastor on it. So when will the end of days happen? When will the second coming occur? Well, I have an answer for you. The end of days and the second coming will happen on time. On God's perfect time. Which is when? When is on time? On time is God's time. And God's time is perfect time. We can believe that. We can trust in that because we are called to believe. We are called to hope. We are called to trust in our faithful God now and in eternity. That faith, that trust begins now. Not just in one moment, but now. So let's not ever settle for anything less than that, but God's eternal truth and Good news. You know, I've been ministering now for uh, 20 years in different capacities, and I've heard it all and, and experienced all kinds of things as well, like maybe you have as well. And I remember uh, just about 12 years ago in 2011, 
there was actually a radio preacher and a self-proclaimed end times expert by the name of Harold Camping. But remember, there is no end times expert, right? Because the Lord Jesus says, the day or the hour, no one knows, only the Father. The Apostle Paul emphasizes it, right? Um, we're not going to talk about days and times because it will come unexpectedly as a thief in the knife when only uh, God knows. But Harold Camping was uh, a broadcaster, and he had a radio show. And he was actually in a city just three hours north of us here in the city of Oakland, um, where was the city at the time where I, I lived at the time, back in 2011. And in his broadcast, Harold Camping, he predicted an exact day. And some of you remember this. An exact day of the end of days. He predicted that um, the end times and the second coming um, was all going to, to come in an exact day. And um, he shared this so-called news all over the world, actually. It was on billboards across all across Oakland and all across California and, and, and uh, all across the country, actually. These uh, billboards across the world, too. Alguien una vez predijo el día exacto del fin del mundo y anunció esta noticia en varias maneras, en rótulos y en diferentes maneras en el radio. And I actually remember at one point, wow, actually realizing this is a pretty big thing that's happening in 2011. Because um, I would see those signs all over California and then all over the country. And then I was even uh, once uh, uh, international at my wife, uh, Charlotte's home country in Uganda and walking around. And um, I was actually really surprised to see that that same billboard from Harold Camping from a guy here in California had those billboards up there, even on the other side of the world. And you know what those billboards said? I wish I had a, uh, you could look it up, you could Google it, but uh, next time I'll have a, um, a slide on it so you can see it. But those billboards had the following message. And I kid you not, this is exactly what it said. It said, Judgment Day, May 21st, 2011. I guarantee it. Now, guaranteed was emphasized on that billboard. I don't know about you, but what day is it today? It's August 27th, 2023. It's been 12 years. Now, eventually, that came and went, and obviously, we're here right now. This is a moment. This is an eternal moment. God is alive. God is present. Amen? And we're here. And shortly after that, I saw another billboard that was actually placed over one of Harold Camping's former billboards. And it actually literally just said this. They put this over that one um, the following month. It just said, well, that was awkward. <laughs> and then it quoted, Matthew 24, no one knows the day or the hour. Only the Lord, only the Father, and we can trust him. Now, 
Alguien predijo ese, esa fecha del 21 de mayo de 2011 como el último día, pero ¿qué pasó? Vino y fue ese día. Pero nuestro Dios sigue, nos sigue moviendo adelante. Now there was all those billboard wars and I'll be honest, they were a little they were a lot of weird and disturbing, humorous and a little confusing at times too. And scripture does indeed affirm that that reality um, that only the Father knows. It affirms that the reality, and we do believe this, we do believe that all things come to an end, and there will be an end. But remember, every ending is a new beginning. The end of just this life will be the beginning of eternal life, and the end of the age will actually be the beginning of heaven and earth, of God's space and our space, connecting together forever. However, the end will not be dependent on the words on a billboard. If I had time, I would tell you the serious impact that that had on some people that I knew, that I knew personally. But I can share that another time. Our hope is not in a billboard. It's not based on someone's predictions. But our hope is based on the promises of God and on the perfect timing of God. Nuestra fe está en las promesas de Dios y en el tiempo de Dios, no en el tiempo de las personas o las palabras de las personas. On the promises of God and the timing of God, on God's plans and on God's will and purposes for our lives. And remember, what have we learned in this series, in this month together? It will never be on our time. But God's plans, God's purposes will always be on time. So what's God up to right now in your life? He's on time. He's on time working on something new, Amen. developing something new in your life, in your marriage, in your family, in your children. God's on time. Trust him. We're all talking about big topics right now, right? This whole month, like the end of days, the second coming of Christ, life, death, heaven. We've covered it all in August, and if you missed any of it, it's all on, online on the podcast and on YouTube as well. Just type in Imago Church. But this truth also applies to what you are praying into right now, what God is preparing you for right now. I know, I hear you, brother, sister, friend. You're praying for breakthrough. You're praying for strength. You're praying for deliverance. And I want you to hear this. God is on time. God is on time. He has not forgotten you. You are not forgotten. You are loved. You are remembered. And God will provide that breakthrough, that strength. He will provide it on time. Because God's plans, God's purposes will always be on time. In perfect timing. Las respuestas de la, a la oración siempre llegarán a tiempo. Al tiempo de Dios, no en nuestro tiempo, al perfecto tiempo de Dios. Not our time, but on time. As Christians, we may confidently live by the conviction that God's reign will come to be and that in God's perfect time and future, all things are made new. In fact, that's what it says in Revelation 21, 5. And the book of Revelation actually ends with very, very, very good news. That in Christ, 
there's victory. In Christ, we win. In Christ, we have overcome all things. And I know, someone can say, I know it says, a, it says that there, but what about this? What about that? What about this news? What about the signs of the end of times, right? And want to know why the Apostle Paul was already writing to the earliest Christians about this topic? Because every single generation has believed that the end of days and the second coming would come in their generation, including the first Christian generation. And that's okay, because we're excited about that. We're looking forward to the day of the Lord, to the day when he's going to restore all things. But remember, don't trip about it. Pay attention. Pay attention to what God is doing here and now. Because about the day or the hour, no one knows. Focus on the main thing. Our faith calls us to stay in our lane and to learn to enjoy the right of life. God's doing something in the journey, in the ride that he has you on right now. May we learn gratitude, thanksgiving, to be able to enjoy the ride of this life instead of tripping up over this or that, may we pay attention and learn to enjoy the journey because God is with you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. The Lord is taking us and guiding us to our final destination. So I want you to hear this. Don't trip up on it. Trust in the Lord. Believe with all your heart that he's got you. He's got you. He's got us. He holds us in his hands. He will be with us in the long journey of this life that has its bumps, has its ups and downs. He will take us safely to our final destination. We can trust him. How do we know this? We know this because we trust Jesus. We trust Jesus with all of our heart, soul, strength, and mind. Confiamos en Cristo con todo nuestro corazón. We trust and believe in God's promises. Why? Because he's trustworthy. Jesus is a man of his word. And God's word is true. If the Lord God says it, then guess what? We believe it. We believe it as his people. It's that simple. It's the faith of a child. Es la fe de un niño. Confiar en Dios siempre. The faith of a child is the faith that believes that God will not betray you. God will never betray you. I want you to hear that and have it seep into your bones. God will never betray you. God will take care of you. Dios no te va a traicionar. Él siempre te cuidará. He will take care of you. God will take care of me. God will take care of us as his people. Friends, brothers, sisters, when in doubt, and doubts come in this life, 
Doubt is part of the journey of faith. Doubt is part of the, the journey we have with God. But when in doubt, I want you to hear this and write this down. When in doubt, listen and trust in God's word. Listen and trust in God's word. Instead of what? Instead of just human words. When in doubt, listen and trust in God's word, not just human words, not just our own words, not just the critic in our head, not just the, the thing, the, the, the lobby or the, the executive team in our head arguing things out, right? Listen to God's words. Because all human words, including our own words, they're actually like water. And you know, water can be refreshing, right? It's a hot day, triple digits. Water can be refreshing, but water can also drown us when we're overwhelmed in it. Only God's word will satisfy because his words are a fresh spring and a water of life that will truly satisfy. So as we prepare to pray and close out this entire series, I want to give you the bottom line in this series of what we've been learning in the month of August on Revelation, on end of days, on the second coming. Here's the bottom line. Keep the faith always. Keep the faith always. That faith like a child which says, I believe in God. I believe that God will take care of me. He will never betray us. He will be for us. Confía que Dios siempre va a proveer para ti. Esa es la fe de, de un niño que Dios siempre te va a cuidar. God will take care of you in this life. God will take care of you through death. God will take care of you in eternity forever. Hallelujah. God will take care. Our Lord God takes care of us. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus. That's all we have to say right now, Lord. Just thank you. Gracias, Señor, por tu fidelidad. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your promises. Thank you that your word is true. And that when in doubt, Lord God, we're going to choose to trust in God's word rather than just human words or our own words. We're going to choose to drink from the wellspring of life, which is you, Lord, living Jesus Christ. Thank you for your spirit that is here with us, that will guide us, that will never betray us, that will always take care of us, Lord. You said it, we believe it. The faith of a child my Father will take care of me no matter what. My Heavenly Father holds me and has me. I will not be tripped up by what this world brings me because I know that my God will take care of me. Thank you, Jesus. Te damos gracias, Señor. We love you. And we pray all of this in your beautiful name. Amen. Amen. Let's stand and we'll conclude with this final song.
Iglesia and all the earth and all the earth will shout your praise our hearts will cry these bones will sing great are you Lord oh God cause great are you Lord and all the earth and all the earth will shout your praise our hearts will cry Amen. Great are you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for all you do and for who you are. Amen. We all agree and we praise our Lord because he is great. It's been such a joy to be able to worship today together. And we're going to continue our time in fellowship immediately after service. And um, we are so um, grateful and we move forward in faith for all that God is doing. And um, we will be here once again next week for worship. We can all um, help out with uh, clearing out um, the space here today. 
but please continue in fellowship and let us know how we can talk or pray with you in any way. And um, as we go out from here, would you receive this blessing first in Spanish, then in English? It's from the book of Numbers. Reciban esta bendición. Receive this benediction. Que el Señor te bendiga 